You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the comic book movie podcast. I'm your host, Pogues. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Hey, how's it going? It is going good. Uh, it's good to talk to you again, man. Yeah. We had a break. Week. I don't think we've done any breaks since we started the podcast. Is that right? No. We, we've been doing good, but uh, I some family came into town, and I set up time with Ben to record, and then I overshot it, and then the next night I was spending more time with the with family and overshot it again. So, and I had my own shit going on. I I no no I was just playing Overwatch. Nope. <laughs> well, the one the one my friend was gonna have plans, and then they got canceled. He was like, "I can record," and I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> so uh, we decided that we would take a week off, regroup a little ourselves, and restructure. Uh, yeah, Ben has got some back end stuff going on. You guys will never ever see. Uh, but docs. I think it'll help Google us docs. and actually, <clears throat> yeah, it should help us maybe in getting the shows laid out a little better and, uh, hopefully not, we tend to pick the movie we're going to do five seconds before we start the recording. So it's a poor strategy and it it's... makes it difficult to wrangle guests. So. <laughs> it really does, which <laughs> doesn't affect me because you usually wrangle the guests, but it makes me feel bad. Uh, but even though we were guestless for our last episode with Ghost Rider, it's still a fantastic piece. Uh, I listened to it again, one of the few ones I did listen to again, and I, I laughed pretty hard. Oh, excellent. Yeah, it yeah. Is, it is weird, like, I know it's odd that neither Ben nor I actually really listens to our own podcast, but it just feels weird. It is weird. Uh, it's also weird just to do it all the time, uh, yeah. like every week, it's just odd. Uh, but I do listen to key episodes that I felt went really well and enjoy them all I over. Also, I also listen to, uh, let's not as well go back and listen to episodes that had guests on them, because I'll be listening and hear stuff that you guys said that I never even heard you say while we were recording. Yeah. Because I'll be like, I guess I must be looking at my notes or something. <laughs> well, uh, it's that time, uh, you know, to... Minutes into every mini episode that we try to keep mini uh, to talk about the next movie that we're going to cover. That's right. We've been covering some humdingers of bad movies: Barbed Wire, Ghost Rider, uh, another movie I can't remember. The Phantom. The f- yeah, The Phantom. We've been uh, intentionally scraping up that delicious scum from the bottom of the comic book movie adaptation barrel because it is so painfully entertaining to review those films. It's almost too easy. So. We're returning to uh, a real challenge and uh, far more intentional purpose of this podcast talk about the adaptation of good source material. And so in that case, we're going to cover Marvel's Iron Man. The start of the current Marvel MCU probably – I mean it's been a long time since I've watched this, but I remember this being like a pretty pitch-perfect – origin story yeah i also talked about it on a previous episode as being a rescue point for the marvel cinematic universe like you said it started the actual mcu that we consider to be the foundation of the storyline driving the avengers and etc but uh, like just for the listeners here's what the world was going through in terms of superhero movies from the marvel franchise leading up to iron man blade trinity electra fantastic four x-men the last stand ghost rider Spider-Man 3, Rise of the Silver Surfer, then we get Iron Man. That is literally the lineup. Those yeah, are that all is, that is clunkers. Just one bad movie after another. And yes. this is this is the first Marvel movie that uh, Marvel kind of went in and they said, here, we'll make a movie, but we're keeping the rights. Like, we're going to make the movie. You're just going to finance it. 
Exactly. And they yeah. gave, you know, the, a studio financed it and made it, but it's a, it's the first true, uh, and the first time, I mean, Marvel's really the only one doing this. DC is still sort of run by Warner Brothers, so, you know, their comic department, or their, their comic isn't really, you know, as in on the films. So, uh, I mean, this is, too, the film that sort of has ushered in the thousands of comic book movies that seem to be coming out. And those movies I listed were four years worth of bad movies. Oh, four yeah. years. And some of the, I mean, they just seem to almost get worse and worse. They're like two, like the dregs of all of the, like, you know, you said Blade Trinity, X-Men 3. Uh, yeah. You said it was like a sequel. To, oh, the, the second Fantastic Four. It's just like the downfall of bad. Oh, Spider-Man 3. Like just yeah. all bad, like third parts. And two, two, count them, two Fantastic Four movies. Spider-Man 2 is in there somewhere, but even, and that's great. That's a film people enjoy. It won an Oscar. But before that, you've got Punisher. Yeah, it won, a, it won an Oscar. Uh-huh. For what? Uh, I, I don't recall. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm I don't remember confident that at all. it won an Oscar. Hmm. Prove me wrong, people. <laughs> no one will. <laughs> but uh, 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 the Punishers before that, Hulk, uh, Daredevils, <laughs> Blade. Oh, it's that's, the, that's the Hulk. Is that the Hulk that is uh, which Hulk? That's 2003 Hulk. So that's Ang uh, uh, Ang Lee Hulk. Oh, that's the rough one. Yeah, yeah, it's a real that bad one. He's paced about as slow as paint drying. Uh, speaking though of of Iron Man. I've decided because I tend to forget half the time and it just takes up a couple extra minutes in the full size episodes. I'll start telling you on the mini episodes the budgets of these films because it's not actually that super interesting, I don't think. So, yeah, that's a good that's a good call. Uh the production budget on this movie is uh shockingly high. Well not shockingly high, but surprising for the fact that this was like Marvel's sort of first, you know, foray in, into being its own company. Uh, they they got 140 million dollars, which is surprising because, like you said, all these movies, a lot of those films you named, ended up tanking. So this was probably kind of a dicey time to be like, well, there's you know, the Spider-Man movies were, I think, the third one made the least of all of them. So you know, you, you got to have like some sort of fear. But 140 million dollars, but the domestic gross was 318. Good lord! And it grossed worldwide. Uh, half a billion dollars. That almost, is almost quite the win. Million. Yeah. That is quite the win. Damn. I mean, that is huge for them to come out of the gate doing double your over double your budget just domestically. Yeah. Of course, the biggest I think maybe the biggest success is that it's a film that successfully makes me not uh, hate Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Well, that's because she's just not in it very much. She's in it plenty, and I don't I don't like her ever in like any movie really. <laughs> but I I recall this movie. Uh, I have no problem with her in this. So so I, I good job, John Favreau. Yeah, I, that is a, that is something to mention. This movie was directed by John Favreau. Yeah, who is known as uh, the writer and director of uh, Swingers, and he is also yep whatever the name of the I can't is it uh, Happy Happy Hogan is that his name in the movie? What? Isn't that John Favreau's character's name in like, Iron oh, Man? Oh, like the body, his name Happy? The bodyguard guy? Yeah. I forget. I don't know. You shouldn't have asked me that. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, at first I was like, am I thinking of an entirely different film? Like, you're going to be. Like, no, that's... But yeah, a guy who's more... Happy Hogan, you're correct, yeah. For being sort of a, a comedic director, and he basically got this film off of doing that sequel to... Uh, what's the... You're movie? blowing this! I know, I'm doing it. You terrible. are blo- uh, He He worked on uh, Elf. Yeah, he did Elf, 
And then he did Zarthustra or whatever. Yeah, Zathura, a space adventure. Zarthustra is the guy from the Nietzsche book. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did the sequel to Jumanji, set in space, and then he got this film. And I mean, that's 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 a weird lineup. Yeah, to go from Elf to Zarthustra, a space adventure. And then suddenly, bam, you're writing Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and Iron Man 3, and directing. I mean, I think that this, though, shows, like, Marvel does this. Uh, the guys who did Winter Soldier and Civil War, the Russo brothers, actually, they used to direct episodes of Community. Really? They got pulled out of, like, TV dredges to come do... I'm, 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 it was either Community or Happy Endings, but I'm pretty sure it was Community. You think that's a pitch thing, or you think that's them just getting picked? How do you end up... I, I don't know, because, like, if you go and look at their credits before that movie, they don't really do anything that you would be like, oh, this explains how they got... Not that they didn't, you right. know, have, like, you know good credits, but there's no film where you're like, oh, this is where they got the you know their action chops to show that they know how to do it. You know, Pogues, let's just ask them ourselves. Uh, we got the Russo brothers. You guys want to come out? Yeah. Wait, did you have them? I thought oh, them. I thought they were supposed to be at your place. No, I thought they were supposed to be at Pogues. Oh, God, they're at an airport somewhere. At, they could be at any airport. Oh, God. I'm not going to lie to you. This is not going to bode well for us getting celebrities on the show again. No, it's really going to hurt our uh, already existing celebrity presence on this on this uh, this podcast. I mean, this... you were technically the most famous person. <laughs> to what? And that is shocking. In what? In what respect? Uh, you you are a member of a comedy group that does stage shows, right? Uh, yeah, but I guarantee you, you will be you will be challenged to find someone who could recite our name out loud here in Chicago. Anyway. That's not the point of this, of this episode. Self-deprecation is saved for... <laughs> no, I think it's always for the mini-episodes. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, the minute I said that, I was like, that's wrong. This is what this is all for. I'm a failure. <laughs> Just let it sink in, guys. We're terrible at our job. So, do we, have any, do we have any fan notes from Ghost Rider besides get a guest, you... You turds, why are you so uh, fucking lazy? No, I didn't, I don't think I had any. I can't remember having anything written down. I didn't get a note from anybody on SoundCloud or through Where's Facebook. Where's our mystery username person? I don't know, and I cannot figure out who the fuck this person where is. Where's Dick Butt? To... This is bullshit. Yes, where is Dick Butt? They have not been posting it. Uh, Dick well, Butt, you've let us down. Moving on then, uh, speaking of comic book news and speaking of Ghostwriter... There's talk to reboot the franchise because there will be talk of rebooting the franchise forever until this world burns and is nothing but ash. Um, Ghost Rider. I, I could see that this would be on. The, I mean, they're they're going like Doc Strange next. So yep. I think they were like, who else we got the rights back to? Yep. Ghost Rider uh, is being considered, uh, uh, or Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead is. Uh. Uh, is pitching himself to be Ghost Rider. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay, I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah. The guy from Blade Two and the you know Walking Dead. Uh, also, from that his new show, Riding with Reedus, where he drives around on motorcycles with celebrities. That's right. Is that like comedians getting getting coffee with comedians and? Yeah, if the show was completely sitting in coffee, no one wanted to see it. <laughs> getting ride with a comedian with no. yeah, that one. Yeah, that Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> web web TV show. Um, isn't, like, isn't, uh, Leno doing a TV show now where he's talking about his cars? Why do I care about celebrities and how many cool cars they have? This is bullshit. Well, I mean, technically, 
getting coffee with comedians and cars actually isn't about the cars. They just go get coffee and then talk. You know, it's it's a humorous show. Yeah, I think they just wanted three C's, man. Uh, speaking of casting rumors, uh, uh, Donald Glover has been uh, rumored to be involved in the new Spider-Man reboot. Boy, I'm sick of the word reboot. Um, he. <laughs> He is being brought in, uh, though to what end, I don't know. But it is noteworthy both because, uh, A, I love Donald Glover, uh, and B, he was a while ago, a very long time ago, was part of a viral effort to get him to be the new Spider-Man, uh, which ended up going to Andrew Garfield, uh, already kicked out of the Spider-Man universe. <laughs> yeah, so maybe they should have just gone with him. I know, right? Um, it failed, uh, but people were very into the idea. Uh, of course, or very against the idea in a oh, shocking yeah. turn of events. Yeah, shocking turn of events. Who knew there was racist in this country? The Twitterverse had lots of points to make about changing the ethnicity of a comic book character. My favorite was the one where somebody said that like Spider-Man's supposed to be a scientist who likes to take photos. That was his argument for why he couldn't be black. And I was like, you're going to tell me you don't think there's a black kid who likes taking photos and is interested in science? Science? That's in in New York City? A city of 25 million people? Jesus. Sure, we can Those aren't even existing actually. stereotypes, you know? Like, oh, yeah, you know, black people hate photos taken? What? <laughs> yeah, but, like, not only that, though, but it's also like, it's not like he's in, like, a small town. Right. Like, New right. York. There's not Iowa. Probably, like, you know, you could find any race of person who is <laughs> weird. Anyway, uh, good job. Super racist assholes on Twitter. <laughs> exactly. Um, They're so, men, though, because Trump won that. that did, <laughs> yeah, they are winning. Um, he obviously can't be playing Spider-Man, because we know who's playing Spider-Man, and it seems far too early to transition that character out of the, out of the role. Although, what a bold move to kill off the new Spider-Man in his, in his first movie and make a new one. That would be that would something. Be, that would be a level <laughs> of like insanity and just like fuck you to Sony that I would almost like just slow clap in the theater for you know. But I'm just hoping for like a villain, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I was trying to think of when, when you brought this up because Ben's much more on top of news than I am. I was just trying to think like I can't think of. I mean, I, you know, he could be any character because you know they don't. Marvel doesn't you know do like the race casting from the comics but i was like trying to think and i'm like all right well maybe they'll go like well, i mean they could go proud because he can't be like he's too young to be like if they're like well we're gonna make him norman osborne also it just feels like he the only things i've really ever seen him in he's always like comedy relief that's just how he comes off even sort of, he's like he's done a lot more drama stuff recently even though it's still i guess the only thing i've seen him in drama wise was uh the Martian, which he has a very small role in, but he's still sort of comedy relief. Yeah, he's still a little, like, quirky. Um, yeah. I mean, there's Hobby Brown, uh, the Prowler. He's in, uh, he's he's a black character, uh, sort of an anti-hero um, kind of villain, sort of. He could be, like, the Sandman, maybe? I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, some, like, he's... I, it, and he still looks fairly young, considering I think he's like yeah, he's not Doc Ock age or or you know like most of like the like the older male characters that occupy Spider Man's universe. Yeah, and so I was like trying yeah, to think so... of like, he can't be a contemporary. Yeah, it's got to be Spider Man's like it's... eighteen or nineteen. So anyway, like, nobody gives yeah. a shit about two white guys <laughs> wondering about which character a Spider Man character will All be. All I hope is he's but... not the fuck lizard because if they put that guy back in one more stupid movie, yeah, I'm losing it. Yeah, he's not super interesting. I will be honest in the film universes so far. 
What if he is J. Jonah Jameson? Opinions. Hmm. That would be tough, mostly because of previous uh, additions of that character being utter perfection. Uh, yes. It would be difficult to, to, to duplicate it. Yeah, it will not work. <laughs> I cannot think of a time or a place in which it will work. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he does. Uh, that movie, I'm interested to see it because Spider-Man was pretty kick-ass in Civil War. So, uh, Sticking with Spider-Man, though, Stan Lee was asked to, pick, uh, to, 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 to make a call on his favorite superhero movie that's come out, comic book film. Uh, oh. Exactly, our bread and butter. Can you take a wild stab at what he would have chosen? All right, Stan Lee, his Stan Lee. favorite comic book movie. I am going to guess... I'll say that it was Captain America, the first Avenger. It is the original 2002 Spider-Man that is his Damn, movie. I should have guessed Spider-Man. Which I think makes sense. It feels like the most like comic book movie. It's, 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 it's in that transitional stage where it feels kind of hokey still, but like in an endearing way. And yeah. uh, it's you know as we talked about in our, in our episode about it, which I highly recommend you go listen to. Uh, they do a lot of impressive shit, like cover his superpowers in a weird, non like over the top way, where they have like the scientists listing like the spider's abilities. It was clever. They they, they managed to work an origin origin story in very quickly and build through stuff very fast. Like we were in the action in about thirty minutes in, which is by yeah, he's on, basically Spider Man within thirty minutes. And, and which is other, impressive because yeah. in Spider Man three, I don't think he's Spider Man for the first thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. In most comic book movies that we've covered, we have an hour, a solid hour before we get to most of the superhero antics. So kudos to Spider Man. They really killed it. And it has topped our list of favorite Spider Man movies or our favorite comic book movies uh that we've done so far. So I'm not too surprised. Um so Additionally, they are working on uh, switching over to this, the the DC side. They are working on an Aquaman movie, obviously, because they lazily and clumsily teased the existence of Aquaman in the Batman vs Superman film. Did you ever see that? No. Okay, I couldn't remember. I was like, I don't think we ever. If you ever did see it, it's terrible the way they tease those guys. I'm gonna yeah. kiss it eventually, but um, it, it was always confusing to me that he was gonna be involved because. It's a tough one to explain Aquaman. It's not an easy one because he doesn't quite have um, a traditional origin story where he's just like a guy who becomes – Yeah, you have to explain that like Atlantis exists. Yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> it's tough. There's a lot of there's a lot of groundwork you have to lay before you even get to – and this guy's the prince. Right. And, and of course we're seeing uh, Cal Drogo playing Aquaman, so it's a much more serious, less uh, – you know, uh, goofball, uh, uh, orange suit kind of Aquaman. Uh, in a separate way in which he just, like, mugs to the camera, at least yeah. in his cameo. Yeah, but uh, the director of the upcoming uh, uh, Aquaman movie is James Wan. Are you familiar? James Wan. That name sounds familiar. Did he do one of the many Fast and the Furious movies? He did the original Saw, uh, <laughs> and then worked on, like, a bunch of horror films like uh, Annabelle and The Conjuring, uh, oh, The Conjuring, um, which actually is a, a super good movie, uh, Insidious, it did, he did direct one of the fastest, Fast and the Furious movies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's an interesting gamut. I think he's accomplished. Uh, I haven't seen something that has uh, melted my brain yet, so I think this might be his chance, but... Uh, one thing that gives hope is he does refer to uh, Jeff John's take on the character in the New 52 Comics reboot, which by most was considered to be a pretty excellent reboot of the character. It's much more serious and it's much more aware of Aquaman being kind of a joke. 
like people make fun of him in the way that we do <laughs> in the yes. world, which I think is a good nod to sort of get away from the cheesy, uh, uh, like like over the top stuff that makes up the Aquaman character as is in lore. So I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm just rambling at this point, and you don't give a shit. But I thought that was an interesting uh, uh, development that makes me actually look forward to the Aquaman movie. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I think that the critical failure because the movie was a huge success but i think the critical failure of batman v superman i think is going to change how dc makes their movies there was reshoots done for suicide squad which they claimed had nothing to do with the poor like the poor critical reception for uh batman versus superman but a lot of people are saying that they went back and filmed a whole bunch of like jokes into the movie and did like (laughs) adr to put jokes into the movie (laughs) Because everybody's main thing with Batman vs. Superman is they're like, holy shit, this movie is so, like, oppressively, like, just angsty. Like, not even, like, serious, but just, like, real angsty. And so I I think they've learned from that, and I imagine that, hopefully, I mean, it might be too late for them to have corrected Wonder Woman too much, because the press photos look like it's the exact same, like, style of filming that Batman vs. Superman was, which is not good. So hopefully they can... I mean, I know that movie's coming out sometime not too soon. And and not to get too off-topic, but it almost seems insane that they went so dark with Batman vs. Superman because you have a built-in character that is notoriously known for not being a glum, piece-of-shit goth kid. And that's... Yeah, that's that's the problem with... uh... That's bizarre because Batman. That's, that's Batman. Steel, yeah, Batman is Batman. You know, he's going to be like that all the time. But you have the antithesis. I mean, people liked Dark Knight because yeah, you had Batman doing the Batman thing, but you got Heath Ledger adding this bizarre, creepy, psychopathic levity to the film that's making you laugh at his sort of absurdity. Uh, Superman can bring that sort of like wholesome goodness kind of vibe and like you know enduring like you know. Uh, faith and like conviction to his to his morals against Batman's like just kill them all not kill them all but just just take them all out that is where it it falls 100% like short in my opinion is what works between Batman versus Superman and there's like a really good uh, when they did the series where they blotted out the sun I forget I think it was called like Endless Night or Eternal Night or something yeah where where the Green Lantern ends up killing himself and the sun restarted uh there's a scene where Batman and Superman are talking and Batman's like, you know, this must be interesting for you to be able to catalog all these things you normally couldn't feel, you know, like pain and all this stuff. Because, and he said, well, what kind of sicko would, would, you know, want to know about pain? And Batman's like, I can tell you every pain, you know, I've had 251 unique types of pain or something. (laughs) And it's like, you get the idea that it's like, Oh, that's right. Batman, there's something just seriously wrong with that person, which is the entire crux of the dark Knight movie is, how far from being the Joker is Batman? And that's always been like the sort of modern take on those characters is, you know, they both had a traumatic event and one went, you know, batshit insane and one went batshit insane but became the Joker. You know what I mean? So there's like... Right. That's cool. In Batman vs. Superman, they're both just annoying. They're like, both, they're just, both angry just angry whiny, and angsty. They're just both whiny kids. They both and that's killed. not an interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't play two whiny people off of each other. That's what makes those movies work. You know, Dark Knight, the Joker is the exact opposite of Batman. He's all, everything's a joke. Batman, everything's serious. You know, that's what works. And it's just, to me, it's bizarre because there's so many great DC cartoons, which I know we'll probably never do. Or maybe we should do those sometime on mini episodes because there's tons of great 
like DCU. Uh, anyways, all their cartoons are amazing. And there's a great one about Batman, how he has a plan to destroy the Justice League. And they all get mad because somebody steals it and they almost kill all the Justice League. And, you know, Superman has like a talk with him to be like, you know, you betrayed everybody's trust. And he was like, I can't take the chance that you all go, that one of you goes crazy. I need to be able to stop you. Yeah. And he says, well, then who's going to stop you when you go crazy? And he said, that's why I started the Justice League. And he like flies away. And you get the idea. It's like Batman doesn't want to be friends with people. He needs them to help him stop crime and everything. But and those stories are so good. And then you see the movie and you're like, wow, how did they fuck it up this bad? Like, <laughs> I know. They, they had years of good comics. They have some of the best animation stories. And then they get to a motion picture and they're like, what if Superman was a real whiny bitch? <laughs> you're not crazy. wrong. Insane. Uh, all right. I believe that will do it for today's almost kind of minisode. Yeah, yeah. We went a little bit longer, although I don't remember when we actually started. But... Uh, we will be back in next week. We'll have watched Iron Man. We should have a guest, possibly, but this will be an interesting one because uh, I have stated before I really like this movie, so unless it didn't age well, because I haven't seen it in a few years, it might be a rough one. We'll find so out. A couple of things to joke about, mostly seeing Jeff Bridges write a segue, but... We'll see you there, Jeff best. Bridges. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. Uh, hop over to the Facebook page. If you have any comments or questions, leave them at facebook.com slash naospod. Pew!